Hello, my friends. Welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. It's the 21st day of December. I'm Paul, and it is the 25th day of our Advent season celebration. We're just a few days in front of Christmas, and we're concentrating these last few days on Mary and how she felt possibly, and we get a lot of clues in the first chapter of Luke as to how she felt and her response to the arrival of Gabriel and the announcement that she's going to bear a child. Yesterday, we looked at the lineage of David, uh, the lineage of Jesus through the house of David. We looked at the double usage of the phrase virgin and then the highly favored usage in the New Testament. But really, it it, it was this troubling of Mary that we sort of looked at, how the seasons of trouble that you go through lead to other things. Today, I want to pick up in verse 30 from Luke chapter 1, where the angel says, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. This is Gabriel sort of calming the fear that is natural. And part of it is just seeing this being in your in your room that wasn't there before. That's scary enough, but it's very obvious, apparently, that it's an angel, a, mess, a messenger, and uh, for whatever reason, that's that is abundantly clear. And because of her her own heritage, that typically means bad things. Uh, at least that was the the thought process. So the angel calms her. No, it doesn't mean anything bad. But here's what's going to happen, and this is our concentration today. Verse thirty one. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. Now. This is our word uh, out of English. Uh, We've sort of filtered this down from English out of Latin and Greek. Um, But the name, we don't know if Gabriel speaks to her in Aramaic, if he speaks to her in Hebrew, whatever. But for a Hebrew, this has its roots as Yeshua, a character that you and I know from the Old Testament named Joshua. So the name itself is not uncommon. It's not as if there were not other little Yeshuas, little Jesuses running around in the land of Israel. There would have been many. But what it signifies is Savior, the one who brings his people out or takes his people through. Joshua plays that role in the Old Testament by being the successor of Moses And he takes Israel across the Jordan River and into the Promised Land. And then, of course, the famous encounters at Jericho and the like. Joshua then stands in the pantheon of characters as the Savior and the Deliverer, but not from the nations of the world, but rather that takes them into the Promised Land. The belief was that a greater Joshua was coming, a greater Yeshua, a greater Savior, someone who will bring in a new reign, bring in a new kingdom. Uh, Tomorrow, I want to get more into what they might have been looking for in a Savior. Today, I want to get into one simple fact that is often overlooked, but I think is in play in this text, and to me, is the most beautiful thing about this encounter. I mean, and that's saying something, because Mary walks away from this realizing that she's carrying the Savior of the world. But that's beautiful enough. But the fact, and I want to reread it, you you don't catch it at first. You probably need a little bit of context, but let's reread it. From verse 31. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and you shall call his name 
Jesus. Now, the reason this is so powerful is because in the ancient world, the mortality rate of infants was off the charts. Up until about the beginning of the 20th century, mortality rates globally are so stunning that a lot of times it looks like a misprint in textbooks. Over 50% in some parts of, in some eras of time and in places of the world. That's one of every two babies born don't make it because of the way of the methods of delivery, because of sickness and disease, because of poverty, because uh, born with deformities, all kinds of reasons. So much so that in many pockets of, of the world and history, parents didn't name children until they made it to a, some sort of unspecified age. It wasn't like you had a child and then you went in and named them the day they were born. Um, or as we do now, we start picking baby names before the baby is born. That was not common. Babies were born, they would be named In many Old Testament stories, the name is given to them either at in their childhood or even changed as they get older and sort of morph into the to the person they're going to be. To say to Mary, you'll call him Jesus, means that she gets to plan ahead that she's going to A, have a boy, and B, he's going to live long enough to be named. You don't have to wait around six months or a year or two to make sure he makes it. This is so beautiful in that Mary can relax. She's going to have enough stress. My goodness, the encounter that she's going to have to have with Joseph, (laughs) the fact that the angel is going to have to speak to Joseph and warn him, the fact that society is going to frown on her, the fact that it's difficult enough to raise a kid in the world of that day, but under the circumstances they're going to be raising him and to almost immediately be refugees after the birth of Christ. But this she can hold on to. Is you shall call him Jesus. I, I, we'll get into tomorrow the, the adjectives that Gabriel uses over Jesus, but I just for today want you to think about in this moment of Advent The fact that Mary can use the name and gender of the child as just a little bit of peace to know that at least that thing will be all right. I don't know what it is that you need to hear, and I don't know what it is that the Holy Spirit will say to you, but I do believe very firmly that He speaks to all of us at some place in our lives and often in the darkest night of our soul, and gives us just enough information to keep us moving forward. He doesn't tell us everything. He doesn't show us the whole situation, but just enough information to cause us to put one foot in front of the other, to believe just a little longer. And this isn't God stringing us along. It's God speaking into us the exact thing we need to keep us moving forward. I pray that for you in this day of Advent. Just as Mary had her moment, you'll have yours as well. Have a great day. God bless.